0: season's going to end on a
1: double doink. Oh,
0: the goodness. Philadelphia Eagles okay. are Super Bowl okay. champions. Oh. Eagles fans oh. everywhere, this is for you. Let the celebration begin. There's going to be
1: a parade on hey. And your host... Brendan Deeg and Eric Warner.
0: Hester's gonna take it for a touchdown.
1: Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Today's episode is sponsored by Manscaped. This holiday season I'm giving thanks to our friends at Manscaped. Do I tell my extended family that I have the performance package 4.0 from the global leaders in blow the ways grooming. Not to mention it includes the lawnmower 4.0. The trimmer to tame my bush and score brownie points with the in-laws. Gift yourself Manscaped or the man in your life who needs it. Join 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with 20% off and free shipping with code DOINK, D-O-N-K, DOINK by going to manscaped.com. Unlock your confidence performance package 4.0. Inside, you'll find the holy grail of men's grooming items. They've made it easy for you to upgrade your grooming routine. Their finely tuned pew products feature a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their skin-safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is easily the best ball trimmer on the planet. Oh, did I mention this trimmer is waterproof too? This trimmer is a shower essential. Get 20% off and free shipping with using code DOINK, D-O-I-N-K, doink at That's 20% off and free shipping using code doink at manscaped.com. Take your ball defense to the promised land with Manscaped. This episode is also sponsored by CoolBet. CoolBet is the most transparent gaming company in the world. CoolBet also provides the best odds in Canada with world-class customer service. For first-time users, use deposit code DOINK, D-O-I-N-K, DOINK, for a 100% welcome bonus up to $200 when signing up with CoolBet. And that's code DOINK, D-O-I-N-K, DOINK, and CoolBet will match your first deposit up to $200. Give our friends at CoolBet Canada a follow on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at, at CoolBet Canada. CoolBet, stay cool and bet responsibly. And now, on to my interview with Clay Harbor. Hello, football faithful, and welcome back to another episode of Eagles Talk with Deeg. My name is Brendan Deeg. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you haven't already, please hit that subscribe button. It would be greatly appreciated. If you can also rate the podcast and review the podcast, wherever you do listen to your podcast, it would also be greatly appreciated. We are talking Eagles football today with a nine-year NFL veteran. He would play tight end for the Philadelphia Eagles and Jacksonville Jaguars. Was also a contestant on the 14th season of The Bachelorette and Bachelor in Paradise. Clay Harbor is with us. Clay, my man, how we doing? Good, man. How you doing, Brandon? I am doing well. Cannot complain. Coming off a big Eagles victory, so it's been uh, it was victory Monday yesterday. We're going on a victory Tuesday. Looking forward to Week 11. Before we talk some Eagles football, though, I do want to throw a question your way about The Bachelorette and Bachelor in Paradise. Now, I think it's really cool that you found something after football to kind of to kind of follow, to uh, to be involved in. I, I think that's uh, been, not been a big problem with NFL players, but finding a passion after the game, I think, is very important. It's been important for me when I left university football. Um, what have you learned the most about this trek in your life of being on the Bachelorette and the Bachelor of Paradise?
0: That's a good question, Brendan. Actually, there's a lot of uh, – there's actually a lot of cool lessons there. and it was, um, There was some similarities to football. It was – you know, a bunch of guys competing similarly to a, to a locker room, but you're still always friends with them. So it's cool. You, um, you get to learn how to interact and just use your personality and become friends with people. There's no phone TV music. There's nothing when you're on the beach of bachelor in paradise or on the TV show, the bachelorette. So you have nothing to do, but interact with people and it kind of, it's kind of like almost like a personality retreat. There's no phone. There's no social media. So you really have to interact and connect with people to for any sort of entertainment. I thought that was cool to learn how to just be very present in a moment, and um, and that was something cool. And I made a lot of friends and a lot of cool opportunities from from going on the bachelorette. Obviously, I didn't find find love, which is the ultimate goal goal on the bachelorette. But it was a really cool experience, and um, you know something i always look back on uh, positively.
1: That's awesome, man. Keep it up. Keep up the good work. I know you've been doing some workout stuff online as well, and make sure to check out Clay Harbor. Is um, it clayharbor.com as well? Uh, Clay Harbor
0: yeah. online. And clayharboronline.com. Yeah. Yep. Cool.
1: So let's talk some Eagles football here. Um, Eagles' big win over Denver Broncos, 30-13 to 13 on the road in Mile High, was the biggest win of the year. I'm um, A lot to take away from this game. I want to start with Jalen Hurts, though. I thought he was awesome in the first half. What have you seen from him, I guess, over the
0: last three games, and especially in this game in Denver? It's like he's improving. He's, um, you know, he's had some ups and downs, but I feel like he's doing well and he's right where he should be. I mean, you can't ask him to do more than than he did last week or the previous week. He's He's been making big plays, and obviously he didn't – the stat book didn't, didn't um, jump out at you last week with, you know, 16 to 23, 178. But uh, – one T D, one interception. You forget about the the, the pass to Quez to Quez Watkins that right through his hands. That's a touchdown. That's another yeah. beautiful throw.
1: It was a beautiful throw.
0: Beautiful throw. Yeah. And um I think he's been doing well and he can do some things that a lot of people can't. His 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 legs have gotten us a lot of good third downs. I think he was exceptional on third down last week. He gets uh he's getting the Titan involved. You know, he's getting um Deontay involved and in, um I think, I think he's doing well. I'm, I'm impressed with the last few weeks. If he keeps improving, I think there's a good chance that he could be the guy for this uh, organization.
1: I, I agree. I, I said it on my podcast yesterday. I said, look, if there was any doubt in your – if you were just fully out on Jalen Hurts before the last three games, I wouldn't blame you. Like after that Las Vegas Raiders game, it was tough. It was looking bleak. And then over the last three games, I think you would be crazy to not at least have Jalen Hurts. In the conversation to be the guy next year, he's played that well. He's um, and, and analytically, he's been awesome. There's a stat that I like called EPA per play, expected points added. He's first in the NFL in quarterbacks in EPA per play over the last three weeks. So, he analytic wonders like they're they're liking him from the eye test. He's passing though <laughs> that test, you know, just from the eye test. So, I, I think just overall, it's been a great improvement over the last three weeks. Another guy I think that's improved a lot over the last three weeks is Nick Sirianni. He uh, he had a really rough first um seven weeks he had the he had the flower speech of the the press conference talking about like blossoming and blooming a lot of fans were kind of uh kind of laughing at that one but man over the last few weeks he's he's really he's really taken off he's really um kind of found his own he likes he's kind of found an identity for this team what have you made of nick sirianni through the first nine or through the first 10 games
0: well i feel like lately he kind of took um took the advice of all you know the, the philadelphia media and you know, you got everybody saying, you know, run the ball more, Nick. Run the ball more, and um, he started. Running okay, the ball wait, quick, more. quick question. How
1: much? How much do fans get credit for this? Because like I feel like we're the ones that are pushing to run the ball. Do you think there's anything to that?
0: You know, it's possible that he's finally okay. Like this, everybody is like, if I if I keep just throwing the ball, throwing the ball, throwing the ball, not establishing a run game. I'm gonna have I'm going to have nothing to fall back on here. So, you know, we gotta start running the ball here. I think that it actually can have a little bit of an effect. You know, the coach will never say it will. Most players probably say it never will, but I think you keep hearing that and people keep asking for. it, And then you got people coming up with these statistics that he probably never thought of. And you go, oh wow, once we if we run the ball this many times, you know, the offense looks like this. I know Miles Sanders went down, kind of scared everybody in Philly. Oh, now it's just gonna be, there's never gonna be a run ball, but I think he's done a good job with you know Boston Scott, and um, I think Jordan Howard is is yeah, incredible. Yeah. He's a guy that can run between the tackles, and you know he's not this flashy as you know some running backs. But they've been getting the job done. I've been really impressed with them. I think Sirianni's really turned it around. At, at one point, I was I was thinking if he if he does lose his another game, like he has to be on the chopping block soon. Yeah, I I agree Pretty with quick. You. I know it's soon, but I was just so unimpressed with the way he was coaching that i was almost ready to you know like throwing the towel on him here but he's really he's came back strong he's got he's running the ball i know he's an offensive guy running the ball he's got a good mix he's using a lot of things to jalen's strength you know Devontae smith he's getting him the ball using some of his uh playmakers so i think that he's uh, he's really improved really improved.
1: no 100 agreed he's like what you wanted to see from him was development like he was a first-year play caller first-year head coach he never called plays before in the NFL, so it was a tough kind of gig to jump into right away. And, I, and like I know, he was like a seventh or eighth Eagles choice. Like they they interviewed him really late. He, I think he was on vacation. I believe he wasn't even on a seat, he didn't even in a suit and tie with him when he did the interview. So like this was this was a lot from the start. And Philly's not really a town that you want to kind of jump into something like this and not be prepared for, right? Like they'll let you know about it. They did for the first seven weeks. So like you're seeing growth. You're seeing them him try to find an identity for this team, and I think that's all. You can ask for well, you mentioned the running game. And I want to kind of bring it back to your playing your playing uh days here in the NFL. How big is it to kind of establish a run game for your young quarterback? Because it's to me, it's done wonders for Jalen Hurts.
0: Yeah, it's, it's it's huge because I mean it keeps the defense off balance. You know, the, the whole weight of the offense isn't on quarterback shoulders. You get a you get a good running game going now. The linebackers to have to step up, the safeties are gonna have to step up. Open things deep. You'll, you'll, your, your tight ends will be able to get off the ball a little bit easier. You know, um, <clears> O <throat> line play action. You can sell run now. It's better for protection, and it's better to suck up the safeties and linebackers. You know, the running game is huge. It's honestly, it's pretty. To me, it's pretty simple. You know, you establish the run game, use the play action, opens up everything. You know, um, even get a couple runs in there on third down, and then you got a guy like Jalen Hurts, who they always have to, even if you spread them out there's a chance of a quarterback run. You know, they've done that a few times uh, last few weeks. So I think it's huge to establish a run game. And obviously people are saying maybe the Eagles didn't have the personnel, but they're showing now with Boston Scott, Jordan Howard, that even with Miles Sanders out, that you can have a good running game with those guys. And those guys have really impressed me. I'm not, you know, wow. Like, I think those guys are really good players. Mm -hmm. It's not just – you know the o-line or whatever that they, they can run the ball they both got good vision and i think it's a good one-two punch
1: so i want to kind of continue with your kind of philosophy of when you're playing in the nfl look the eco that you brought up on scott jordan howard jordan howard was traded i believe for a sixth or seventh round pick from the eagles i don't know the exact trade He's under, he's not making a lot of money. Boston Scott was signed off the New Orleans Saints practice squad a couple years ago. He's not making a lot of money. Yeah. What do you think about like just the philosophy of an NFL team paying a running back cuz the Eagles right now are the number 1 rushing team in the NFC and that's behind a Jordan Howard and Boston Scott who are combined making under $5 million, does this kind of prove in the NFL that maybe paying a running back isn't
0: the best thing to do? Wasn't uh, Jordan Howard on the uh, practice squad as well? He was. Right? He was on the
1: practice squad until week seven. He was just activated before he the Detroit Lions guys game.
0: Guys that nobody really wanted, right? And that's something yep. you've seen over and over again in the NFL. That if you're willing to spend a high draft pick or a high free agent priority signing on on a running back, I mean, you got to know something because I mean, you look at Alvin Kamara injured. You know, you look at you you look you look at a lot of these guys out there. Uh, even Derrick Henry. You know, injured. It's it's tough. that These guys get beat up a lot. These guys, linebackers and running backs, man, they're – every play, it's, it's a car crash. You know, it's two tough positions. And it's, sure. the league has shown, historically, guys I've played with, you can find running backs that can play on free agency, on your practice squad, on your third, your second team running back. These guys – for whatever reason, it's a, it's a position to where you can find guys in later rounds and not the highest tier free agent that you put them in the right situation and these guys can excel. And I think we're seeing that with uh, with, with these two guys, you know, Jordan and Boston here um, and how they're playing for the birds.
1: 100% agree. <laughs> this is, like, we, I'm kind of the same philosophy as you. I don't think it's ever smart to pay a running back like um, a lot of money or be one of your highest paid players. It just never works out. Look like at Christian McCaffrey's contract. It's kind of yeah. biting them. I mean, the Vikings gave a ton of money to Dalvin Cook. They are in some cap trouble. I know Dalvin Cook's a really good football player, and so is McCaffrey. It's just you want to pick and choose where you want to put your resources as, as an NFL team, and I don't know if running back is the best example, is the best place to do that, and the Eagles are proven that with a guy like Boston Scott and Jordan Howard. And I know the offensive line has a lot to do with it, and I kind of want to talk about that. Um, were you around with Jason Kelsey when he was playing? I believe we're Yeah, I played,
0: uh, played two years with Kelsey, two, and a half, two years, and then a full off with with Kelsey. Yeah, he was one of my uh, one of my good friends when I was there in uh, Philadelphia.
1: So, what does he bring to this team? Because I think he's just one of the most underrated Philadelphia Eagles. Maybe just one of the most underrated players in the of all time in the NFL. <laughs> yeah. He's just the man.
0: Yeah, he's <laughs> got a big personality. I love uh, Kelsey, yeah. and we'd go over to his place and we would play. We call it Wayne Bruski. Wayne Dress <laughs> hockey, and every time your opponent scored a goal, you'd have to drink some beer. So uh, I love Kels. He was, uh, he was a good friend of mine back when I was in Philly. But I think he brings leadership, that veteran mentality right now. He's an athletic guy. I, I, I mean, lately he's maybe slowed down a little bit, but he's whatever he's lost in his athletic ability and his uh, his speed for linemen, he's always been quick for linemen. He's strong. He's picked up with, with just natural smarts, and he knows what he's looking at. He can call out a defense, and he is the glue that holds that O-line together. A guy like Kelsey is a must, and I think that's why this line just keeps keeps improving and, and getting better. A guy like Kelsey is not afraid to, to get after someone and hold them accountable if they mess up or miss an assignment, miss a call from Jalen. So uh, I think it's huge to have Jason Kelsey there, and I think he's, uh, he's done an amazing job in Philadelphia for his, his whole career. It's been incredible to watch.
1: So the Eagles are four and six right now. We are sitting one game outside of a playoff spot. Yeah. Do you think this team can make a run?
0: You know what? I, I was thinking about that. I mean, looking at their remaining schedule. I mean, you know, next week we we got the uh, we got the Saints, we got uh, the Giants, and then um, Jets, Redskins, Giants again, Redskins. So then Cowboys to finish. But you look at those teams. Those are all very winnable games. I mean, yes. the Saints aren't bad, but they, uh, you know, they they don't have their starting quarterback right now. They're playing with uh, Trevor Simeon. I, I like Trevor. He's a, he's a good friend of mine, but he, he put in a tough situation when he wasn't planning on being the starting quarterback. Very winnable game against the Saints. You know, the Giants, you know, they're, they're struggling. They've had a couple wins of late, but Jets 2-7. and seven. You know, Washington football team 3-6. Um, and six. Giants again, Washington again. I think these are all winnable games. If we keep playing like we do, I think the Birds will have a good, good chance, to, you know, outside look to uh, to still get in the playoffs. And mm-hmm. you know, I, I haven't looked at the the wild card picture yet. I know the division, the Cowboys have a pretty good grip on that, but I think it's it's definitely a possibility to uh, sneak into that wild card.
1: I, yeah, I don't think it's crazy at all. I think it's actually in front of them. I mean, like if you take a look at the teams that are in front of them just in the wild card spot, the Atlanta Falcons, they beat the Atlanta Falcons. They beat the Carolina Panthers. They're in front of them as well. The New Orleans Saints are coming up. That's another team that's in front of them. They can beat. They can get wins against all three of those teams. That's tiebreakers. Yeah. Exactly. There you go, right? So there, there is definitely a pathway for this team to make the playoffs. All right, Clay, before you go, I do want to ask kind of a generic NFL question. So you I saw you tweeting about the LA Rams um, – San Francisco 49ers game yesterday. Yeah. And the Rams kind of – this is this is kind of crazy. They're bringing in – they brought in Von Miller and Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah. So what do you think that locker room thing – like, is there any kind of – anything to the fact that they're bringing in all these guys late and there's a lot of there's a lot of drama surrounding it and there's a lot of talk about it? Or do you think that's kind of overblown in the media?
0: I think that, yeah. I mean, you you could see, like, with, the, with this team, especially with Odell, it's crazy to see how they lost, you know – 31 to 10 to a, a 49ers team that, that's four and five and the Rams are, you know, seven and two, supposed to be one of the best teams in the league, which is another, you know, crazy, crazy thing that's been going on in this uh this league this year. You've been seeing a lot of stuff like that. But there it, there's definitely something to that locker room. If you click with a team, I mean you'll see it. You can't just bring together a bunch of guys and expect them to win games. I know they got a bunch of big name guys, and I think there's something to that. I think you gotta have and off-season to train together, get to know each other, work together, run routes on air together, you know, pass rush together, to to just do all these things together and really form a bond to where you feel like a teammate when you're coming out on the field on Sunday. So I think that there is something to that. I think it takes time, and, um, you know, for the Rams' sake, I hope they can, you know, they can uh, pull it together. But uh, I I think it's tough sometimes. You bring in a bunch of big personalities, and you don't give them much time to uh, mesh.
1: Clayman, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me here. It was awesome. You're a really good dude. Before you go, why don't you plug in anything you want to, this, just to take a look at and plug in your website, quick?
0: Yeah, man, appreciate it, Brendan. Um, yeah, so what I've been doing is I do a lot of motivational speaking now. If you go to clayharboronline.com, you can uh, you can look at some of my stuff. Uh, I do keynote speeches for organization, a high school, a college. Been doing a lot of speaking, telling my story, some um, inspirational, motivational speaking. Um, follow my fitness class. Fitness Park um, on Instagram. Fitness the Park. We do. We host fitness classes in Chicago every week. If you're ever in Chicago, if you live in Chicago, stop by and uh, and check out one of my classes. And um, Clay Harbor on Instagram. You know, follow me. Always putting up some good content there.
1: That is Clay Harbor, nine-year NFL veteran for the tight end for the Philadelphia Eagles and Jacksonville Jaguars. Double Door Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll talk to you later.